welcome back to the When I Heard This podcast. My name is Nate Robinson, and I'm here with Pastor Joseph Tillman, MDiv, soon to be demon. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing really well today. Great. I mean, we're talking about science and religion. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, but we're, we're only really talking about one religion, though. Okay. Science and Christianity. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Easy. Mm-hmm. We can do Christianity versus science versus all the other religions later. That'd be awesome. Yeah, because... Let's just get everybody that'll, against everybody. That'll make sense. That'll make a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Just, yeah. Everybody out to get everybody. Versus agnostics versus atheists mm-hmm. versus... Deists. Yeah. 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 Cool. Correct. Science. Um, Yeah, today we're talking about science. You can follow uh the, the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at When I Heard This Podcast and X and Locals at When I Heard This like subscribe emphasis on the subscribe uh share comment follow download uh yeah mm-hmm. uh patreon five dollars that's a thing that we just say and cool. don't do anything with and nobody <laughs> cares <laughs> well at least it's out there yeah it's yeah, right. it's there for something whoever i don't know yeah i heard other podcasts doing it and i was like <laughs> let's make one so we did. So we did. And we talk about it. All right. Um, yeah, more science. Okay. And religion. Yeah, man. Yeah. Emphasis on the subscribe. Yes. All right. So we're just kind of picking up from last time. All right. Okay. So there are uh, billions of debates about this topic that you can find on YouTube. Sure. So... What do you think about these debates? Okay. And should Christians even do these debates? Okay. Should anyone do these debates? Okay. And uh yeah. Okay. It's they seem they seem pointless. Okay. Because because everyone who was going to go watch them is just there to watch their person beat up the other person. The only <laughs> so way that these yeah. The only way that these debates make any difference is if you shove them in front of people that didn't know what they were watching in the first place. Right. And they get to make an honest yeah. opinion about who won. Right. But when they're just on YouTube and the only people going to watch them are people searching for that, right. it's completely pointless. Have so, seen, Have you seen like the debates? And it's like you'll, like, you'll get clips of the same exact debate. And it'll be like, atheist destroys Christian in yeah. this debate. Yeah, and then, and then and then the other one is the exact same clip. It's and the it's exact same clip. Christian destroys yeah. atheist in yeah. this debate. Yeah, I feel like there's people making two accounts to try to. They're <laughs> making more money. Yeah, yeah. Just sitting there in front of their computer, like that's a good point, and then playing more of it. <laughs> so and then they put on a mustache for the Christians. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a... <laughs> Yeah, all right. So, in the midst of all the insanity and the nonsense of it all, I do actually think there's a place for the debates. Where? <laughs> and so, <laughs> where, just in general. Like, so most of the debates are happening, you know, they're being recorded on college campuses or those kind of mm. things. And I do think that that can actually be a healthy place for debate. And because it can be informational. It can help you understand where the other side is coming from. Okay. So yes, if you're just clicking on the videos 
that just show your favorite Christian apologist, quote unquote, destroying the atheist mm-hmm. or your favorite, you know, atheist uh, destroying the poor Christian apologist over there. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, you're not gonna get much out of it. But if you can sit and listen to both sides, many times you can get more information on where the other side is coming from. And I think that's always helpful in conversations to understand where the other side is coming from. So, um, it's just no different than like a, a rap battle at this yeah. point. Well, I think the problem is too, it, it quickly the, kind of dissolves down into this personal attacking of, of the other one. Right. Like, right. Where they're, where they're not even talking about the topic hardly anymore. Mm. It's like, or they are, but while talking about the topic, have to throw some personal jab mm-hmm. against that either that individual or their belief system. And you're like, can you not just stick to the topic and just talk about what's there? Because um, there's plenty to talk about without having to, you know, throw another person or another person's religion just under the bus. Because um, you think it's just because in your mind it's so ridiculous. Um, and and both sides do this. Okay, so. I, have a, I have a question real quick. Yeah. Okay, so we are talking about science and religion. Uh-huh. And when you talk about it, it's still going to atheist every time. Okay. I so got gotcha. why do we why do because, you why because, do you keep doing that? Okay, here's why <laughs> here's why I'm doing it because you're not hearing like the the debates that are on YouTube, for example, or that are having on Christian campuses are not generally between a Christian scientist and then like another Christian apologist. Or, or a Christian scientist and a atheist scientist. No, it no, it all okay, let me rephrase it. It often is a Christian scientist versus an atheist scientist. Oh, it is. That's often how the debates are set up. Okay. So because that draws the biggest crowd. It gets the largest number of people in the seats. Right. And and so and it's it generally is more lively that way. Right. Because if you're gonna have two Christians, for example, arguing over a scientific point, it's you're you're generally getting down to I mean I mean, yes, you could have one Christian scientist speak on that's too niche. It's too yeah, okay. exactly. All right. Or if you have two atheist scientists speaking on two different interpretations or explanations of why something has happened, it, it's still the same thing. Like like they're kind of set up okay. to to create the greatest amount of attention and that's too boring because I know they're both going to hell anyway. <laughs> yeah and so but i do think i appreciate you bring that up because not all scientists are atheists right right but all atheists are scientists i won't say that okay. no no not all atheists are scientists either and because there's some that are just like oh, i don't know god whatever yeah. yeah all right yeah okay so i'm sorry but in particular when we're talking about these debates yeah that's so often how it is framed and so when we talk about the religious person versus the scientist we're really talking about the atheist who's a scientist and the Christian who's a scientist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just asked you that question and here's my problem with, (laughs) with the 
Christian scientist versus atheist scientist debates. Okay. okay. It always gets down to the atheist scientist making the Christian one mm -hmm. uh, say, well, we don't really know. Okay. And I rely on faith okay. to not care about this science. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> like, like okay. I guess I just have to go on faith that I don't know science. Okay. And uh, so wh what's the point in, in, like, why would a Christian want to go get dunked on that bad? And why do they, why do they lose the debate so often when, when it's so easy for the atheist scientist to get them to go, well, I don't know. It's faith, I guess. And how do you not lose? Like you lost, <laughs> like, like you lost the scientific debate, right. I guess, if you have to bring that into it. Well, okay. First of all, I think you and I are watching very different YouTube videos. All right. Because most of the ones that I'm watching are a, again, a scientist who's an atheist and a scientist who is a Christian. Mm -hmm. And they're debating. Mm -hmm. So both of them are well-renowned scientists. Okay. Who know their stuff. And so they can talk, obviously, from a very scientific a high scientific level. And so you're not just left with, well, I don't understand what you're talking about, Mr. Scientist, dude. Jesus, right? Like, it moves beyond that. Okay. All right. So, so for example, um, I don't know if you've ever watched any of the debates with Dr. John Lennox from Oxford. Mm -mm. Okay. So he's a... I guess I need to watch more debates. <laughs> he's a brilliant mathematician and scientist um, who's a believer. So okay. he's debated Richard Dawkins, Christopher Hitchens, Sam Harris. Um, and then you've also got others like Dr. Michael Behe, Dr. William Lane Craig, Dr. Francis Collins, Dr. James Tour, And they're all scientists. And um, most of these guys work at prestigious universities. And they're, they're brilliant. And they're also believers who do an incredible job in these debates or these conversations with scientists who are atheist or who are agnostic and don't hold to their Christian belief or even to a belief that there's a, you know, any type of God. Um, mm -hmm. And I think these guys do a really good job of defending the reasonableness of Christianity. Okay. And also because they are scientists posing holes in the arguments from, from their, their peers in the science community. Okay. And so it lends itself to being a really healthy debate. Um, so maybe I've just only listened to creation evolution ones. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes there you'll just, I, I think where some of these debates become problematic mm. is when you, because I have seen some of these where you're talking about, you have like a scientist like Richard Dawkins. Right. And he'll be debating a Catholic priest right who doesn't have the scientific training that dawkins has right and and if you're looking from a, a merely purely scientific level yeah dawkins is going to win right because he knows it's an area of expertise he has mm -hmm. now the flip side of that is what you can hear in there 
is the way that Dawkins so often portrays God in a false way because he's not a theologian. And you'll hear the priest, for example, be able to actually state, well, here is actually a correct view of God or our actual understanding of God. Science. Which <laughs> could be different. And and then you'll also, another realm of that is you'll have someone that's a scientist debating someone who's a philosopher. Mm-hmm. So they're in just two different camps. Those are the worst. I think. <laughs> they can become the worst. Yeah. Um, Philosophy it, is just, it's nonsense. <laughs> well, you know, there's some really, like, I love listening to, like, Jordan Peterson and, you know. Sure. Those things like that. But but I also understand why some don't. And and so, and yeah, and, and there are scientists who just have very little tolerance. Philosophy is just people. For, for the abstractness of <laughs> philosophy. So. Philosophy is just people trying to restate religion in their own words. Yeah. Or, That's what it seems like. Yeah. Yeah. I can understand. So I understand, like, if you're watching those debates, mm-hmm. it always seems like the scientist, quote unquote, wins the science argument. Right. Because they're the scientist. Yeah. It makes sense. I think the more interesting discussions and debates are when it's a when it's two scientists debating one another mm-hmm. who happen to come from two very different belief systems. One being a Christian, one being an atheist, one being a Muslim, one being an atheist. Uh, th- that's more interesting to me. So when you have two scientists mm-hmm. who are from different religions, uh-huh. what, I guess, what are we, like, are they picking a topic where there's contention? Generally speaking, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's where the debates are set, right? Right. It can't be a, de- now, you, there are times where you'll see, for example, on YouTube, you'll find not debates, but conversations mm-hmm. around a topic because they're coming at it from different perspectives, but they're not necessarily debating hard, you know, mm-hmm. harshly with one another. Um, and so, but the debate is usually on a point where, yes, there's disagreement. And so that's the whole purpose mm-hmm. of the debate. The conversations always get a little debatey. And conversations can become that way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Especially if you have a lot of different. You know, if you have several, like three or four individuals mm-hmm. with differing viewpoints, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's that's always really that's it's always interesting. And it's interesting to see, especially when there's like three or four. It's interesting to see when people pair up to defend yes. each other or their argument, right. and they're like on completely yes. differing views on other mm-hmm. stances. And so I, you know, I find that intriguing too. Why, in my mind, do I think? that Christians lose the scientific debate all the time. Because I think in your mind, you believe the Christian who's speaking isn't either intelligent enough or isn't trained enough. doesn't have enough, you know, they're, they're not learned enough. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Why do I think that? Because, again, I think that's part of the caricature that we have is that... And I think that's the caricature that the non-religious scientific community wants to present. Okay. Is that the religious scientific community, or just if you're a person of faith just in general at all, there must not be a high level of intellect. 
to because, engage with because you believe in fairy tales because you believe in fairy tales and superstitions and okay. miracles right and who can actually really believe that and really be taken seriously okay you know, um you know <laughs> like i mean i hate picking on dawkins he's just easy to you know he just he's in so he he just is in so many not only debates or conversations but in interviews and things i mean mm -hmm. with other like this the one mm -hmm. I'm going to say, like he was being he was being interviewed by another atheist, and he where he's asked, is there an individual from like a a person of faith that you have ever debated with that you felt challenged by or that really pushed and you? And, said, and Dawkins no. immediately was like, no, yeah, you know, and and the, and the, and the other atheist, you know, the atheist who's interviewed was a very smart guy himself. Says, well. You know, for example, I've had this person on my show before. I found our conversations, you know, very um, uh, beneficial and mm -hmm. pushing and understanding one another. Um, you know, have you ever felt that way in a conversation or a debate with someone from another from a, who's religious? And Dawkins immediately is like, no. You know, mm -hmm. and and I think so. I think when you watch what I'm saying is without just picking on Dawkins, I think. When you watch those, it 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 reinforces the idea that Christians or those of who have a religious bent within them simply must not be as smart or intelligent. Okay, because they do believe in the seemingly miraculous, or not seemingly, they do believe in the miraculous. Mm -hmm. um, which, as a if you're not a person of religion, not a person of faith. Well, there's no way those miracles can be true because they violate science. <laughs> yeah, they violate certain laws that mm. simply can't be violated in your mind. And so I do think that's why it comes up. But I think it also depends as a Christian in your upbringing. I think that shapes some of this conversation too. Okay. Because if you're brought up in an upbringing that's like, Actually, where your church really shuns the idea of high intellectualism. Then you're not going to be highly intellectual? Or you're going to believe that's the way Christians are, but if you're going to pursue some type of intellect, then you must not be able to stay within that confines of being a Christian. Oh, I'm you too know? smart to be a Christian. Yeah. They said so. They said so. Like I, Those idiots said right. so. What's crazy is I was actually in theology school, <laughs> mm -hmm. and one of the guys who was one of my classmates— his church believed that he was going to actually be like, I don't know, uh, poisoned by higher intellectualism, by higher learning. Like they were, they were, what they were afraid of was that he would become like kind of so heady in his mind that he would no longer be able to have revelation from God to preach from to preach to them. Oh, from the Holy Spirit. The the church thought that the church thought that that the pastor was going to go away and get too smart. Yeah, or become too too much of an egghead, too much of an intellectual, mm -hmm. and would no longer be able to really hear from the Holy Spirit and just trust the Holy Spirit's revelation and because that's what they need to hear on a Sunday morning. Well, based on them saying that, they were probably right. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that goes to show, though, that the environments that— See, he went and got smart, smart. and we can't understand him. <laughs> Well, and I don't think it was a matter of understanding. They were just afraid that he was no longer going to talk to them from God. He was going to talk to them from his own intellect. Right. And so 
I think, but but you find that in some camps where there's just like a fear of just intellectualism in general. And then you've got those that just kind of shun science specifically because they don't understand it. And it's like, right. oh, I don't, I don't need science, you know. Um, and or they just have, you know, they're full of conspiracy theories and every scientist. So and, we're getting to the lay person and now. every doctor. Yeah, because right. I think it has to get down to this point. The lay Christian. Yeah, because because if if that's the tradition you're growing up in. Yeah. Right. And then and and, and like, oh, we don't need science or we don't need education or we don't need this and that. Mm-hmm. Then how how else is the world going to look at you? Right. Like a bunch of morons. Yeah. Yeah. And and so I think that. So you As, think Christians are morons? <laughs> no, I. But I do think, not all of them. I do, but I, but I do think that Christians should be pushed to be smart, to think intellectually, to think logically, to think rationally, and that, and by doing so, it doesn't, it doesn't like threaten their faith or jeopardize their faith. It doesn't matter how smart you are. There's always going to be stuff that jeopardizes your faith, right? Or I think that the better way or way of framing that is there's always things that I don't know. Right. And I don't need to be afraid of what I don't know or don't understand. Mm-hmm. But you still don't know them or understand them. Yeah, exactly. Even if- so there you go. <laughs> know what that fruit. But-, <laughs> but I think, and this kind of goes back to me about the why do you think Christians lose the debate every time? Yeah. And I, I, what I'm getting to is I think is because the way Christians have been framed. And I think it's the way that non-religious people are framing who these Christian people are. Okay. And so, um, and there is the reality that as a Christian, yes. It, I mean, at the end of the day, my faith hinges on Jesus, mm-hmm. Right. So there is a, I'm, I am admittingly taking a leap of faith. I get that. But what I'm saying is, is that doesn't have to mean that when I do that, that my intellect or my rationale, my reasoning abilities need to be thrown out the window. Right. I can be logical. I can pursue God's word and I can, you know, and for those that go into scientific fields and want to, you know, pursue discovering, you know, an understanding of creation do it, you know? And I think that's awesome. So, um, yeah, so I think that's probably why you think Mm -hmm. people are, um, they're losing those debates all the time. And I'll send you some YouTube links of some, okay. Some good debates with some intelligent Christians. Okay. That aren't just getting massacred out there on the debate stage. Okay. So a non-Christian, comes to your church okay and starts talking about some science shit that you don't know about okay sure and uh says to you who doesn't know what they're talking about right um all of this stuff and says uh what like what do you do in that situation Okay. Like, they come to you and be like, you're an idiot for pastoring all these idiots because you don't know the science that I know and neither do any of them. Right. And they want to come to the church and and tell you that. And then they just stand there and wait for you to respond. What do you do? 
first of all, I would say, let me read what you're talking. Like, let me let me hand me the papers. Mm -hmm. Let me read it. Okay, let's talk about it afterwards. Mm -hmm. And because I'm actually interested in having the conversation. And but because you know, if I'm talking to someone who is really trained or they've studied in science and I haven't, okay, cool. Let me direct you, point you to somebody, or maybe they can join us in a conversation. Okay. Who is a biologist or who is a chemist or whatever it may be. And so that because I'm I'm very aware of the fact that we all have limits, right? Mm -hmm. We all have limits in our training and in our skill sets. But that, again, I would welcome that person. I would also say, hey, this is awesome that you're handing me this. Can Would you be willing to read an article on, on fine-tuning? Would you be willing to read a paper on the cosmological argument for the existence of God? Right? Okay. And, and allow people and allow people to to read those mm -hmm. right and now let's have a healthy dialogue together and again uh, i'm aware that my my knowledge set uh you know of science it it, it hits at some point right all right let's, right let's find someone else that maybe can answer your questions better than i can okay so so what if it wasn't you what would you tell your congregation to do in that situation the exact same thing okay yeah but they don't do that though okay so what would you tell them when they're not doing that and they're going your uh science stuff like <laughs> okay i think you're you know here's a bible <laughs> you know like what do you do in that situation yeah. what do you tell them to do in that situation Okay, so maybe they need to say, hey, you know, I don't know enough to, to, to talk with you or I don't really understand this. Can you go talk to my pastor? Okay. Because I'm, I'm all for it. And there's people in our congregation that, you know, have, a, have more of a science background than I do, whether it's because they're in the medical field or because they're, they're actually, you know, there's one individual that actually, you know, um, is a biologist and so, right. So like you, all right, let me point you to people that have more understanding than I do. Mm -hmm. And so, or at least bring them into the conversation with us. And so I don't think that the response, I guess, necessarily has to be, well, just, you know, hand them a Bible and tell you to pray for them. No, invite them into further conversation. And if not with you, then with either, you know, myself or one of the other members in our church mm -hmm. who can have that conversation with them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you're a scientist? Here's the card for my exorcist. <laughs> Let's get that science <laughs> out of you. Yeah. Anyway, the, common the... conception. Sorry, it's funny and jokes and stuff. <laughs> okay, so the science community, all of them hate Jesus, and the Jesus community, all of them hate scientists. <laughs> so is there any way to reconcile all of the hatred <laughs> okay so if that's what you've taken away from what i've said so far i've done a terrible job on this podcast okay so the scientific community is 
slightly at odds with uh-huh. the religious community. Okay. Is there a way to repair it back to pre-Darwinism? <laughs> right, well, all right. First thing, I think we've got to stop assuming that the two are at odds. Then what question would I be able to ask? <laughs> All right. So, all right. So, okay. how would we address this topic? Right. I understand, but again, it's the assumption that the that the two are are just simply at odds. And like you said, you're bringing up Darwin. I mean, what you're really saying is it's it's a more recent phenomenon, right? Right. Over the course okay. of history, it's a recent phenomenon, and I don't think we have to continue to perpetuate the lie that the two communities are simply at odds. Assuming, like, basically you're making the assumption that, like, all all scientists are anti-religion and all Christians are Mm anti-science. And that's simply the way it is, right? And and I don't think that's the way it is. Okay, so... So I think think we've got to talk about it in such a way where we don't view them as opposing one another. Okay. So everyone loves each other. What do we do about it? <laughs> All right. So I think maybe what you're really getting at <laughs> is like, how can can the can the two sides sit at a table and actually um, have conversation with each other that's mm-hmm. healthy, that's mutually beneficial, um, and that and understand that there are scientists who are Christians, right? Mm-hmm. There are Christians who are scientists. And so they're not there's not just this at war with one another thing. So so the Christian scientist and the atheist scientist needs to sit down and be like gravity, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Cells. Yes. Right. And then go God? No. Oh, okay. So we have a point of disagreeing right. about yeah, science. And that <laughs> And I don't think it's a disagreement about science. Okay, so you're saying that this whole thing is not a debate about science. Yes. It's, it, it's, <laughs> okay. I know, I, okay, what? here's why. Here's why. Okay. Here's why. It's actually a debate about God. All right. Okay. Because if I'm taking the origin of the universe, okay, mm-hmm. and I'm, and I take that and I, and I keep trekking it back, right? Back, 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 back. And I'm, I go back to point one, right? We all agree there was a point one. Do we? We do. <laughs> we do. No. We <laughs> we have Time to. is a flat circle. That's science. <laughs> I read that in a science. <laughs> read it on Wikipedia somewhere, yes. right? Wikipedia. Yeah. That gave you all the answers you needed. But we 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 all agree there is a point in which everything began. All right, sure. Okay, and the question is, as in, there was no flat circle, and now there is flat circle. So we all agree there's a point one. <laughs> we all agree there's a point one. Okay, all, all right, right. Cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. Universe begins. Yep. Okay. Now. Because we all go back to this point, unless you're going to say that you believe the universe is infinite. Right, but someone had to create the infinites. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but I mean, exactly. If you're going to say that the 
universe mm-hmm. is infinite. Well, who, who made the aliens? <laughs> <laughs> then, because what's crazy is like you, like there is one side that will. Then this now, so I guess I shouldn't say we all agree. There's this one point. So maybe there's a nuance in there. Because there is the one side that's like, because there's no other explanation for the creation of the universe, the universe therefore must be infinite. Mm. Okay. Well, but then what makes that more reasonable than the fact that there is an infinite God? Right. Right. Like, in other words, both are making claims there that, that cannot be substantiated. Oh, okay. And that's so what I'm infinite saying. Infinite God made infinite universe. Right. Or okay. infinite God made a finite universe. And then on the other side, maybe infinite universe has just always been like it made itself basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so but my point being is at some level, we're departing from science in the sense of what can I observe? Like, what can I ob- see? What can I observe? What can oh. I actually know? Okay. Because both are launching off into something that really is more faith-based. Okay. It's launching off into a theory of God or a theory of... Something else. Something else. Whether it's something came from nothing or the infiniteness of the universe, Mm -hmm. whatever. But it's still a theory. Mm -hmm. It's still a faith jump. So all I'm saying is I don't think that... So when are you making a faith jump and where are you jumping to? Okay. So for me, no, I mean that's yeah, the question that's the that question. you ask. Yeah, that you ask in the scientific community. Correct. So that's where we depart. That's where we're. That's yeah, and that's, so we agree up until we're making leaps of faith. Yeah. All right. And that's why I'm saying that's why it's really not about science. Okay. Because if we're sticking strictly with what science is, right, and we're following science, well, it stops at this point, and okay. we can all agree that there was this beginning point. Mm-hmm. Then, what calls that beginning point? Okay. Right? Um, and so, or has that, or was the beginning point just always in existence? Right. Um, and so I, that's why I'm saying at some point we make those leaps. Okay. And and that's where I I think that most of the conversations, even though individuals say, "Well, we're sticking with science," well. You are to a point. Okay. And then you're making a theory, right? You're you're developing a hypothesis based upon the information given to you, mm-hmm. which is fine. I'm doing the same. I'm creating there's a hypothesis I'm making. Right. Based upon the information given to me in the same way that you are. And so Okay, so the real point Okay, so so it's whether we're going from my theory. This is the problem. Okay. This I figured it out. Figured right. the whole thing out. Well done. So it's whether we're going from I believe in God versus I believe in Big Bang Theory or mm-hmm. I believe in this. It's whether we're going from that down to science mm-hmm. versus going from science up to theory. Yeah. Okay, so you think that but you think that Darwin w- himself mm-hmm. was going from science to theory. Correct. And that that was his so he was doing science, but then everybody else after him 
took theory and applied that to science or or, a, or made it seem as if it was fact right which right. then makes other people use that mm -hmm. fact in determining their science correct like the quote-unquote fact of evolution okay right? so the, the problem i have is with anybody who's starting <laughs> starting from god or whatever right and applying that to something okay that's annoying yeah. and wrong yeah and you're wrong right <laughs> like, no yeah exactly we really should be working backwards yes we really should be working from what do we see we keep trekking back yeah but at some point we hit a wall, right? A faith wall. A faith wall. Okay. Where, we, where we're going to make a jump one way or the other, whether that's on the origin of the universe, whether that's on the fine-tuning of the world. Like, in other words, do I simply believe that by chance all of this, the whole world is so, is so unbelievably fine-tuned and all of the laws of physics just randomly... Mm -hmm. happen to exist in in all of them in the exact precise way that created a life-giving universe or a life-giving earth mm -hmm. like my point just being is at some point we there's 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 walls in everywhere where you just go well i've i've, I've gone as far as i can with this observable fact i've gone as far as i can with what i can see and know now i'm making a leap what about the people who would say, "Well, we just haven't discovered it yet"? And I, I it would, it's, it's like Dr. Cross who would say, "Well, we haven't discovered the fact that something can come from nothing, but we know we will we'll be able to eventually." Right. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, like, but that's still, I guess, that's still faith that someone will, will discover some that point. eventually. Exactly. So you're having faith. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I think I think regardless of what anyone wants to say, faith is involved in something. Okay. Even if your quote unquote faith is in what you deem to be science, the normal non-scientist person. Uh huh. Not Christian. Not Christian. Okay. Agnostic, atheist, other okay. religion, whatever. Okay. But. Who who is super into science, uh huh, and is not a Christian. Okay, what do you think of that person? That they are super into science and that they don't believe in Jesus. Okay, okay. Like I want them to know Christ. Like how do you how would you make how do you make a place for that? in christianity because okay because christians don't know how to talk to that person or whatever sure and like where what do you do with that okay so you're talking about all right so the question then is you got someone who's very scientific in their understand or in their studies mm -hmm. and the way that they understand the world mm -hmm. Where they approach their their, their worldview is shaped mm -hmm. okay? like they can't reconcile your religion with with science with science yeah because I would say, I think, to be honest with you, this is where I would want to say, come and be part of our community for a while. Okay. Or, and not to be part of the community in the sense of like coming on Sunday mornings. I don't think that does it enough. I mean, like, or even come have coffee with me once every couple of weeks mm -hmm. or once a month. 
And let's talk about these things so that you have a place where you can share what you're passionate about, what you believe in, and then you can also take the time to understand Christianity mm. from, you know, and if this person's more scientifically bent, they're probably going to want to hear, you know, the the logical reasonableness of Christianity. And I think hearing about other scientists who are Christians, that they have been able to reconcile their studies of science or mathematics with faith. Mm. And that, so in other words, don't treat them as, as, as an individual that doesn't belong in your community or doesn't, I would never want to treat them as someone who doesn't um, fit in, even if they may not feel like they fit in. I mean, they may not feel like it, right? But they actually have a place there. Like most people have some, you know, rarely does someone just come into a church community and just fit in right away because they they have these differing thoughts and opinions and and they have these worldviews. Mm-hmm. That many times are different than the Christian worldview, whether it's scientific or whatever, right? Whether okay. it's yeah, and so it can just be a philosophical difference, right? Um, and so I think that you know, or a religious difference, and and so the point being is, but come have conversations and let's you know let's reason together, you know, let's actually talk and let me hear from you and let me let you hear from me, and I think we can find commonalities and I think that hopefully we could spur one another to, to learn more. Right. Like mm-hmm. I would want to know, well, what have you been studying? Mm-hmm. What have you learned? Because there's, I think the thought process would be that I, as a Christian would be somehow threatened by what they've learned in science. And I'm, I'm, I'm like, well, teach me what you've learned. Mm-hmm. Cause I guarantee you what you have learned. That's, a, you know, scientific observable fact, I guarantee you that will only enhance my faith. Are Christians afraid to know stuff? Sure, but aren't we all? Like, no. I think a lot of... <laughs> okay, you may not be. I think a lot of people are, though. Okay. Because I think they're... I think the same can be said on the other side. And, you know, I think we've talked about how Christians can be afraid to learn. I think the other side can be true too. Oh, afraid to learn. Uh, where if you're not, Christian. if you're not a Christian, yeah, maybe you're afraid to learn about Christianity, about the Christian God. Okay. And so I think, and I think, in other words, all I'm getting to is, I think we all have a sense of a little being a little nervous about what we don't know, mm-hmm. and we probably need to allow those let those. Bridges come down a little bit, or those defenses, excuse me, the defenses come down a little bit and go, well, how can I learn from this other person? What can I learn from this other person? And I, I'm like, like I am, and it's not just because I'm a pastor, like I know that Jesus is real, right? Like I know that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not moving off of that. That's because you're afraid to. You're afraid to learn. He's not, <laughs> no. but I, but I am open to learn that he's not about other religions. I'm open to learn. I'm just ignoring you. Open to learn right. about what you know about about whether it's in the fields of science or philosophy or whatever it may be. Okay, so you just talked about how Christians are afraid to know stuff. 
Sometimes they are. Because they don't want their Christianity threatened. Yeah, sometimes we by can't. By knowing more science. Sometimes we can be that way. Okay. So, if a Christian was not afraid okay. and wanted to learn some science, <laughs> yeah, how do I know what science to believe? Mm-hmm. Like, if I was a a uh, little podunk nobody that got into, you know, made a volcano in science fair in sixth grade. It right. was like, Mom, Dad, I don't want to be a scientist. And then right. I went to college and took science courses. Uh-huh. How would I know what to believe and what not to believe? Okay. Well, I think... All right, for just on the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean... Because I'm going to get thrown a bunch of science at me and some of it's going to be faith, I suppose. Yeah, I think I think the the biggest thing is going. All right, so let's let's take biology for example. Okay. Okay. So you're going in. You're a biology major. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so you're going to be learning all about the human body. Okay? Sure. And so you're you're studying about the human body. All right. I would take everything that is fact. Everything that's observable, fact that is known, I would take it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you want to go there. Even a uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> fact. Okay, I'll take it all as fact. <laughs> I guess I won't go there. All of it's fact. I would. Okay. This is why I'm asking the question. <laughs> Here's what I'm saying. <laughs> If it's observable fact, are men women? <laughs> All right, is this the question you're asking at this point? No. Oh, thank God. I'm just oh, okay. I'm asking. I'm asking the question around it. Okay. So I'm going to science classes. Right. I don't know anything. Right. And I'm learning from S- people. Right. How would I know? Right. That that scientific, uh huh, leap of fact isn't true. <laughs> okay so i think all right i mean what you're getting down to right Mm -hmm. is all right okay we're all like on a biological level obviously there's things that we're going to learn about genetic code that we're going to learn about cells that we're going to learn about dna Mm -hmm. right all of those things you can learn and that's awesome yeah like learn those like you'll understand those things okay okay the issue Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the issue. The issue that you're bringing this up. This is the question. The question is, mm-hmm. so, but if I have a, if if there's a professor mm-hmm. that is pushing an agenda. Or putting, if there is a professor that is putting faith, is presenting faith as fact. Right. How do, would I know? Because I would often go, well, well, where, like, when they're saying it, where does, what is their source? What's it coming from? From what they've seen, observed, or is it a theory? Is it a theory? Okay. Like most of them are labeled as theories, right? Like, the, it, like, okay. So Richard Dawkins, who I've been bashing this whole time, is actually like on the like on just a he's a he's a biologist. Okay. Yeah. He's an evolutionary biologist. That's who he is. Uh huh. And in for Dawkins, man's a man, woman's a woman. Okay. All right. And that's faith for him. Observable fact. Okay. Okay. All right. We just got flagged. 
Yeah, we probably need to leave that whole thing out. Um, and so no, but this is the point, though. Yeah, like this is the question, right? Like, how would I know? How would yeah? And I and I do think that's if I didn't know anything and I just went to college to learn sure. science, sure. How would I? I think you've got to be really clear. Like, tell me what. Tell me how to filter. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's. I mean, I think you've got to be really clear on what's scientific laws. Mm-hmm. Right. What has been actually scientifically observed that you see it scientifically, not theoretically, not philosophically, mm-hmm. not I wish it was this way. And I think that's how you're able to filter the. T- the filter them. Now, I say that I've not gone to school, right? Right. As a biology major. But that's what you would say to me. But if you were going to school, that's what I would say to you. And and I would also, I mean, I would take what you're you know, take what you're learning and go find other colleagues and talk to them about it, right? Okay. So um I there's there's a there's a, a young lady that I've mentored and biology has been her major in college. Okay. And so there were times where she would be like, hey, this is what I'm learning. Cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right. And Are then, we uh, good? Yeah. Am I still Christian? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and I don't think it was that difficult for her to discern between what is fact and what is theory. So, uh, yeah. So right, because dumb people aren't going to be able to understand science anyway. So, if I'm smart enough to learn science, I should be <laughs> smart enough to know what is actual science and what isn't. Yeah, or what's fact or what's, and what's fact theory. and what's faith. Yeah, and what's what's just a hypothesis. Cool. Yeah. All right. And I'm not downing every hypothesis in the world either. Right. But I'm just saying. But we have to. All I'm asking for is because God is a hypothesis. All I'm asking for is to call it for what it is. Right. Faith. If if it's it, yeah, if it's a hypothesis, call it a hypothesis. Okay. If it's a theory, call it a theory. Don't put more on it than it actually is. Okay. Yeah. So if I believe a theory, that's faith. Yeah, unless that yeah, because it's until it's proven as fact, it is just a theory. Faith. Sure. The the it, belief it, in the theory is faith. Faith. Yeah, I mean, and you may even okay. say it's a reasonable theory, right? Right. You're jumping because it's a reasonable claim in your mind. That's fine. Okay. But still understand it's it may be reasonable, but it's still okay. faith. So, <laughs> so okay. So if I, if I believe any theory that isn't proven scientifically. Uh-huh. And I, meaning I have faith in that theory to be true. Okay. Does that detract from my faith in God? No, not not necessarily. Okay. Because, I mean, I think a lot of us have faith in things. That aren't God. That aren't God. Okay. That doesn't detract from our, our faith in God, right? Okay. Like, all right. So, a couple weeks ago, I'm on an airplane. Mm -hmm. I've got faith that that airplane... It's going to get me from the country mm-hmm. I was in to the country I'm going to. You had faith in God to guide the airplane <laughs> safely to the ground. I to, could. Or to, uh, to guide the pilot's, pilot's hands. Hand. Right. 
in order to safely land us on the ground. <laughs> or, or I could state it as I have a reasonable, mm-hmm. right, faith that the mechanics and the pilots and all the individuals involved mm-hmm. with getting that plane from mm-hmm. point A to point B is going to do so, right? And at one point, someone had a theory that people were going to be able to fly. Mm-hmm. And they had faith that that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then it came true. And then, and then they stopped believing in God. <laughs> and now they think all the Christians are stupid. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, sure. <laughs> all right, I'm picking up. I'm picking it up. I'm getting there. Okay, so here, here's a good one. Okay. Okay. Can I believe in science that mm-hmm. seems to contradict aspects of the Bible or mm. Christian faith in general and still be a Christian? That it's it's contra- that you think it's contradicting? That people think contradicts it. Aspects of the Bible? Yeah. And still be a Christian? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Next can- question. Next <laughs> question. Let me, all right, let me elaborate on that. Like, right. Obviously, I can't deny the resurrection of Christ. Okay. Okay. And I can't, in other words, if that's a point of contention, like, right. Oh, I know what you're going to say now. Okay. Because that, because then if I deny the resurrection of Christ, uh, that I have denied the faith. So essential doctrines. Yeah, essentials. So and, anything scientifically... I already, I'm already there. Yeah. Anything scientifically that is going to but there's contradict nothing, essential doctrines, right. then so for example, you know, there's nothing that's going to contradict scientifically that's going to contradict the the resurrection of Jesus, other than the thought process that miracles cannot happen. Okay. Okay. Then, in other words, that if I have to presupposition that the laws of nature, laws of you know, of of science, of of physics. It's if I believe they cannot be broken. But our understanding of the universe means that the rules that we know cannot be broken. Right. Then then yeah then yes, I'm gonna have you know, I'm gonna have issues with things throughout scripture mm-hmm. because there's miracles throughout scripture. And so but I would hope that one could hold to reasonableness of and, and having a scientific understanding of the world around us. So these are the laws, and, but God and, can break them. But God, the creator, can come in and either suspend or, quote unquote, break those laws. Okay. And so, but I think the, the issue gets to with, all right, hey, I believe this. And I'm wrestling with how this works mm-hmm. in Scripture. Like I see this story in Scripture, but I'm, I'm 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 having a hard time understanding how that can actually be. And I'm wrestling with that, trying to you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Doesn't mean you've lost your faith in Jesus. Okay. You know, I mean, you believe Jesus Christ rose from the dead, mm-hmm. right? Now I'm not saying you can just believe that and chunk everything in Scripture. What I'm saying is that it's okay for the tension to be there. Okay. And to feel that there's a tension there that I can't quite get my head around and grasp. And you're trying to figure that out. Okay. 
Cool. Because I think we're doing that with a lot of scripture anyway. I think a lot of us okay. are wrestling with scripture. Right. Even if it's not from a scientific perspective. Like we're just reading something going, did that historically actually happen? Right. Or we're reading it going, did does linguistically, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, do we have any archaeological evidence that that city existed? Right. Or whatever it may be. So I think there's enough tension in, with us in scripture anyway. So if it's on a scientific level, that's fine. Again, as long as we're still willing to lay hold of the central claim of who Christ is, of you know, of his of his birth, his death, his resurrection, his ascension, and we're also able to say, and we're not just going to chuck the Bible and say it's full of errors. We're just saying we don't quite understand how this works. Okay, and that's okay. Well, we learned all the science. We're all, and all the theories scientifically learned, and I think I've decided I believe all of them. Even the ones that contradict each other. Mm-hmm. Well done, sir. Aliens made nothing out of something and then put God in the matrix and here we are. <laughs> that's your final yep. that's your final resting place there? Yep, but it all started with aliens <laughs> who were created by us. Who then then, boxed in God? Who then made God inside the Matrix. Okay. Out of nothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. And the Earth is flat. (laughs) And this is all really someone's dream that we're in? No, it all makes sense in my mind. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. You you hold to that. I will. Yeah. And we'll talk later. For as long as I possibly can. That won't be very long. Uh-huh. Can't wait to go tell everyone I know. <laughs> <laughs> About your friends, the aliens. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Cool. All right, man. Well, uh, go to Patreon, $5. Uh, like, subscribe, share, comment, follow, download. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is... Oh, wait. Subscribe. Emphasis on the subscribe. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Nate Robinson, and you can follow Joseph on Instagram at Rev Joe T. This has been the Winner Hurts Podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.